Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Romans chapter 14. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, we pray as we read that we would understand love a little bit better, that we would love our fellow brothers and sisters in Christ, love the people that you have put us with so much that it would allow us to work through differences and please you and build one another up. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. Romans 14 Now receive the one who is weak in faith, but not for quarrels about opinions. One believes he may eat all things, but the one who is weak eats only vegetables. The one who eats must not despise the one who does not eat, and the one who does not eat must not judge the one who eats, because God has accepted him. Who are you who passes judgment on the domestic slave belonging to someone else? To his own master he stands or falls, and he will stand, for the Lord is able to make him stand. One person prefers one day over another day, and another person regards every day alike. Each one must be fully convinced in his own mind. The one who is intent on the day is intent on it for the Lord, and the one who eats, eats for the Lord, because he is thankful to God. And the one who does not eat, does not eat for the Lord, and he is thankful to God. For none of us lives for himself, and none dies for himself. For if we live, we live for the Lord, and if we die, we die for the Lord. Therefore, whether we live or whether we die, we are the Lord's. For Christ died and came alive again for this reason, in order that he might be Lord of both the dead and the living. But why do you judge your brother? Or also, why do you despise your brother? For we will all stand before the judgment seat of God, for it is written, As I live, says the Lord, every knee will bow to me, and every tongue will praise God. So each of us will give an account concerning himself. Therefore, let us no longer pass judgment on one another, but rather decide this, not to place a cause for stumbling or a temptation before a brother. I know and am convinced in the Lord Jesus that nothing is unclean of itself, except to the one who considers something to be unclean. To that person, it is unclean. For if because of food your brother is grieved, you are no longer living according to love. Do not destroy by your food that person for whom Christ died. Therefore, do not let your good be slandered. For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. For the one who serves Christ in this way is well-pleasing to God and approved by people. So then, let us pursue what promotes peace and what edifies one another. Do not destroy the work of God on account of food. All things are clean, but it is wrong for the person who eats and stumbles in the process. It is good not to eat meat or to drink wine or to do anything by which your brother stumbles or is offended or is weakened. The faith that you have, have with respect to yourself before God. Blessed is the one who does not pass judgment on himself by what he approves. But the one who doubts is condemned if he eats, because he does not do so from faith. And everything that is not from faith 
is sin. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. In chapter 13, Paul mentioned, Love your neighbor as yourself. In this chapter, he gets into a specific area of loving each other that can be hard. What happens when we disagree about the specifics of what is right and wrong? In some cases, I may believe that some things are a sin that you do not think are a sin. In other cases, I may think that something is not a sin that you think is a sin. So how do we get along with each other with these differences? Paul says, Receive the one who is weak in faith. We need to accept each other. The one who thinks it is not a sin is not to look down on the person who thinks it is a sin. The person who thinks it is a sin should not judge the person who thinks it is not a sin. Paul says that God has accepted both people, and both people are God's servants, so it isn't our job or our right to judge each other. Paul gives two examples, eating meat and observing special religious days. Both of these would be particularly viewed differently by Jews and Gentiles. Because Jews were given specific restrictions on what they could eat in the Old Testament and were given specific days to observe. Paul says that the point is not that we eat or do not eat, but that we eat or do not eat to the Lord. We are doing whatever we are doing for Jesus. We are being thankful. Note that Paul isn't talking about someone who knows something is a sin and doing it anyway. He's talking about people who are doing or not doing something in good conscience. They each believe that God is pleased with what they are doing. So Paul says, don't judge or despise our brother. Each one will deal with God directly. Instead, we should be careful not to harm our brother. This is especially important for the person who thinks a thing is not a sin. He should not try to get the other person to join in that thing that the other person thinks is a sin. That would harm that person. Verse 19. So then, let us pursue what promotes peace and what edifies one another. To edify is to build up. You've probably heard of a building edifice, a building that is really built up. So we want to build each other up to be greater in their service and love for God. So the question isn't if a thing is technically right or wrong, but is it building up my brother? Paul says that if someone thinks a thing is a sin and does it, even if that isn't technically a sin, it is wrong to that person because he isn't doing it for the Lord, because it isn't of faith. Verse 23, But the one who doubts is condemned if he eats, because he does not do so from faith, and everything that is not from faith is sin. So, Paul suggests that we may have to limit ourselves from things that are technically okay, so that we don't encourage our brother to join in something that they cannot do in faith. And now for a deeper dive. This is easy to understand when it deals with other people. We can laugh and say, good thing I don't know anyone who thinks eating meat is a sin because I like to eat meat. And that is true. Can you imagine becoming a vegetarian because some weak brother in the church might sin if I encouraged him to eat meat by eating it myself? That is love. It would be easier to live on a desert island by ourselves so we didn't have to deal with people. But how could we build anyone up that way? So we have to understand the concerns of others and do what we can to help build them up. That takes work and sacrifice. 
One area we should consider is the entertainment we enjoy. Perhaps I may think it is okay to watch a movie that has some foul language in it. But I know a Christian who thinks that is a sin. But if he hears I'm watching movies with foul language, he may be encouraged to watch them himself, even though that would not be of faith. Well, I don't have a need to watch those movies. I may believe I have freedom to watch them, but I should not use my freedom in a way that may harm my brother. So, I should just not watch those movies, and the problem is solved. Does that sound extreme? Does that sound like love? Was Jesus dying on the cross extreme? Jesus didn't have to do that, but he did it out of love. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible, copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.